I love it when you talk dirty. So I want to welcome everybody to the Dirty Talks podcast. I'm your boy, Dirty James. And to the right of me, I got... G-Baby. And to the left of me... Jasmine Devine. And today we have a special dope-ass guest. Um, you probably heard her music before. Um, she just dropped a new EP called Hope All Is Well. That shit is fire. It's five tracks on it. If I'm correct, I'm correct. You right? are. Yeah. Yeah. You did yeah. your research, five, okay? Five tracks <laughs> on it. Um, my favorite song is Two Attachments. Okay. Um, I fuck with that Thanks. heavy, but I fuck with the whole project. And um, I want to welcome T. Willis on the show. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. How are you yes. feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. I love the vibes. I love the decor in the room. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Nice. Hopefully, you know, the bright... Well, I'm sure you used to be on those stages oh, under yeah. the bright lights. So I'm sure nothing. that's nothing. You know, <laughs> up or anything like that. But yeah, we definitely got some questions we want to ask you. Um, just want to pick your brain. Oh, boy. When it comes to certain things. Um, okay. So first off, I mm. want to ask you, um, when would you say you feel like you you felt like you had a talent as far as like singing and when did you decide like you wanted to take your music career seriously or you wanted a career in music um i feel like the stereotypical i started mm. off in the church type of thing mm. that's really where i started i, I had that. yeah i mm -hmm. had well technically my first like real solo like i did like little talent shows like growing up okay um but like I would say the moment that I knew, like, you know, people really, you know, love my voice and, you know, how I performed and everything was at church. And it was so crazy because my grandma had went to a different church than what I had went to. So she would just, it was just me, her and I growing up. Okay. So she would drop me off at my cousin's church. I liked his oh. church because I liked their music better. Oh. And she no, would go to her. No, church needs to be lit when it's yeah, done. Yeah, right. she would right. go to her fancy <laughs> Pentecostal church so up the street. So um, it was when she came to pick me up one morning, I had a solo and people were just running up to her car like, you missed a grandbaby. Oh, she wow. had a great solo, blah, blah, blah. So ever since then. Mm -hmm. um, How old were you at that time? I was probably like maybe seven or eight. Oh, wow. I was pretty oh, young. Yeah. And oh, then um, mm -hmm. shortly after that, uh, when I moved up here to Cleveland at about like nine or ten, I wrote a song for like some of my friends on a bus. And like they remembered the song like the next day. And I'm oh, like, oh, shit. I guess I could like start songwriting and everything. And like yeah. Alicia Keys was a big influence of mine. Um because she wrote, you know, a lot of her own music and yeah, she played yeah. piano. I also played piano. Oh, okay. So that was just nice. kind of like my push. And then I say my biggest push as far as like actually making music was in high school. It was my senior year. Um, I finally got in the studio and, you know, everybody in the school was rocking with, you know, a song I made with a couple other artists in the school. And ever since then, I've just been going at it okay and you say you um so you weren't living in cleveland at first where were you living no before? i was i'm originally from youngstown Ohio. oh youngstown so, yeah, okay yeah, yeah everybody like has different reactions whenever i tell them they're like oh i ain't from youngstown <laughs> it's just so, yeah. up the way a little bit a little this bit. Is like about 40 minutes yeah i think it's about 40 minutes 45, from cleveland. 45. 45. Yeah. yeah yeah well um she said don't forget the text <laughs> <laughs> so is it like a song that you felt like that put you on the map like what song Ooh. do you do you feel was like the first song to get like the most recognition it was my first song ever. It was called Love Thing. And I recorded mm. it on this like really janky uh, software on like mm. my laptop. My mom had bought me like a $20 microphone. Oh, wow. Right. And I recorded it. I did all my harmonies, no auto tune, no nothing. But like as soon as I dropped it, like it got like a thousand plays like Damn. in the first day. Oh, and wow. You dropped it on YouTube? Like, where'd you? SoundCloud. Sound SoundCloud. Okay, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I dropped it on SoundCloud. Yeah, I was. And yeah, I was. Um, yeah, everybody was messing with it. And like the first mm. thing everybody kept saying is like, it sounds great, but you need better better production it's like dang i know i recorded in my basement leave me leave alone, me alone. <laughs> so um that's how i like started uh networking with different producers because they really wanted to help my sound out when i did drop what my year was song. this around 
This is probably like 2011, 2012-ish. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's around the time SoundCloud was like... Was really up there, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's where everybody was going to... Because it was like a free market on there. Yeah, you know, back then, uh, Mm -hmm. at least me, like Mm -hmm. I didn't have the resources to get on Apple Music and Spotify and Pandora and all that. So it was just like either SoundCloud or AudioMac, either or. I mean, people were dropping like their whole projects on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, the whole project. To this day. They still do. Oh, to this day, like right now, I got a song that Mm -hmm. keeps going. Like it's at like one hundred and twenty thousand streams, and I was like, I don't know, maybe twenty when I recorded it, and people still (laughs) listen to it. How old are you now? You want to tell your age? You never ask a woman that. You never ask a woman that. Know better, young enough to not give a fuck. Okay, (laughs) I know what I am. (laughs) Say, leave me alone. (laughs) No, I thought you would have been like twenty three for some reason. Really? But no, that would make sense because I was been following you since two thousand eleven. So it's giving grown, grown. Because I'm thirty two now. It's giving. Mind your business, Dirty James. I'm twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. Are you? What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Capricorn. Dang, everybody was like, "Zoom down." Capricorn. No way, January third. The way we always get Virgos in this seat is mm. yeah, I'm a Virgo. It is so. like the uh, way we never uh, get vo- Gemini's is pissing me off. <laughs> you know what is happening? Off. Are you a Gemini? She's My a mom Gemini. is a Gemini. Capricorn. Yes, Team Cat. What's the right, yes, I, I want y'all to remain home. I don't want y'all getting big headed on the show. I don't want y'all to like gang up on us. There's one thing that Capricorns don't do, and that's state the obvious. Oh really? Here we go. Oh, see, uh, I don't know about Let that. Let them know. Let them know. I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't have to say nothing. But okay, so <laughs> okay, so you said your first song um, that you ever dropped, you said got a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, when did you drop like your first full project? Ooh, probably shortly after that, like maybe a year after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Black Hummingbird. It's on Audio Max still to Love this day. Name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, and I had an in-house producer, and that was like one of the things. Like me, early as an artist, I mm-hmm. should have appreciated more because I had a producer that would make everything organically for okay. me for free because he really oh, believed wow. in me. Like he, right. we had like our own little camp and everything. Damn. Mm-hmm. How did y'all meet? And, uh, we met through another rapper who was, okay. I would, went to high school with this rapper and he mm-hmm. was going to see this producer and that's how we all, he was like, okay. well, you should come check out such and such because his name is Phoenix actually. Um, I think okay. he's I in Atlanta say, now. No yeah. free promo. She, she <laughs> cut them down hard. So, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's, that's how I met with him and he would just make stuff organically for me and I loved it and mm-hmm. everything was great but the quality, again, of recording just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. I, I do respect him as a producer, as an engineer and everything but it's, you know, mm-hmm. you always got to kind of move up a little bit mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. and then after that so it's like all right well now you know i got the beats mm-hmm. i need the recording quality so let me go mess with this producer but this producer don't really make beats or you know if mm-hmm. he do he gonna charge me and then dang that's yeah. more money and you yeah, know being yeah, 20 21 in, yeah. in college you don't have you know not a lot of money to your name so mm-hmm. it really just took me like just years of networking with other producers engineers and artists to kind of like mm-hmm find like my niche because like the first maybe two or three albums of mine you mm-hmm. hear and like you compare it to like the last two or three right, albums right. totally quality, different yeah, not, not even day. just with sound quality but just like the artistry of it all mm-hmm. so you it's just you just always got to grow you mm-hmm. always got to keep working on yourself and just never stop at like the first couple projects because you ain't make it or it, it didn't get the attention you want I, I can imagine because i can imagine like when you went to the studio when you went to the booth you you know Especially if you writing your lyrics, you probably feel like, okay, I'm putting my all, yeah. put my heart and soul into this song, yeah. so this is going to be the one. And then when it don't receive the reaction wow. that you feel like it deserves, I right. can just 
only imagine how you, you know, it, it's hard not to get be too hard on yourself or get down and get discouraged and shit. Yeah, for so sure. So how, how would you say... Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I was going to say, and making it nowadays is like, in today's day and age, it has a completely different definition than what it was Man, 15, 20, 10 years ago, even five years ago, yeah. really, because of how streamings and all of yeah. that yeah. you People can develop now, i think uh pay for numbers uh, literally russ said it best like you can develop your own cult following that you know what i mean and it literally will be the bread and butter like you don't have to become or you don't have to do like push out these crazy these ass major artists you know yeah. be this major label label whore or anything like that you could literally build your shit from the ground up and and it just be dope as fuck like artists like russ who else who would you uh j cole la russell um what about I, i'm trying to like think of other um independent r&b artists or like singing artists no, Brit, no. Brit, is Brit fire still independent mm, i think he's with like columbia a, yeah. okay he got it yeah now. but i think in the beginning he was independent Maybe. but like yeah. yeah when you have like the groundwork <clears throat> and you you know you put in that work um i feel like you have like a different type of pride when it comes to like your um your songs or For whatever sure. art you create um has it ever been difficult like writing any songs to where you feel like you was being too vulnerable or you was like ah, i can't say that cause somebody might feel some type of way like have your exes ever like hit you up like damn oh, why man. is this song about me or why the hell did you put that in your song um, actually, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because mm -hmm. I have a, a two series project called Never Date an R&B Singer. I have a part one and a part <laughs> oh, two. Oh, shit. That's and hilarious. everyone's like, well, why? Why don't you date an R&B singer? Like, that's always their first question. But mm -hmm. really, I made, <clears throat> I came up with that title because I was getting into an argument with one of my exes. Ooh. And, like, he was in his feelings about, I guess, the songs that I wrote or whatever. And he was like, mm. this mm. is probably why you date people, to use them for material. You should never date an R&B singer. And, like, while he's going up, I'm well, like, look at you. And even then, you know, I was still with him at the time. Mm -hmm. And even then, like, I was kind of like conserving what I was saying because like I didn't want to like hurt his feelings and step on his mm. toes and stuff like that. But then that's where the part two came because it's mm. like, well, now I can say whatever I want because we are not together together anymore. Right. So, right. so was that relationship? Would you say that relationship was kind of toxic or you feel like it was? Oh, it was very toxic. It was very yeah. toxic. It was you very feel, on you and feel like off. He was scared of your potential. Um, I think he was just more jealous more than anything. I Damn. don't know. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was uh, the weird jealous vibes, you know? Uh-oh. Uh, you did? You did try not to call? It was jazz. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I seen was, was just like big smoking then. Jazz. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. No. <laughs> nah, for real, I was trying to smell it. I was like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I just seen her face. Like, I'm like is she okay? <laughs> so let me let me ask you this: yeah. um, Do you feel like your fans flirt with you a lot? A lot, very uh, often. And so, all right. So let me ask you: this. Have you ever dated a fan? No. So okay. So it's never been like somebody say, like had came to you and was like, "Oh, I'm such a fan of your music," and then you feel like, "Hmm, I feel like I might give them a chance." So it's, it's never been. Like, I don't want to say that because I don't want to <laughs> be mean to my fans. But you uh, know, when push comes to shove, I'm like. <laughs> I'm very selective. I'm very particular. And, mm -hmm. you know, when you have a lot of dudes sliding in your DMs all the time, yeah. saying the same stuff, it's like that stuff don't really phase you, like, past a that. certain point. 
And then me, I watch a lot of true crime, and I just think like ninety percent of men yeah. are crazy as hell. So like it, like today, a dude hit me up talking about like, do you smoke? Can we link and smoke? And it's like, sir, I don't know yeah, you. Yeah, like, what makes you think? What I do feel I look safe? like? Yeah. Just I'm like, I don't know how many girls you talk to on a daily basis who be like, oh yeah, let's, yeah, like, yeah. I never met you I a day in my life. But do let's that, smoke. like, and yeah. that's just weird to me. You know, like I gotta mm. know you prior to like maybe we went to high school together. I seen you in a store. I'm just not gonna Jesus every God. random dude, yeah. Every random dude, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the whisper for me. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> mic. With the mic right, right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Edit, no. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I can imagine because I don't know what I feel like, but it, it kind of shows you the quality of women they might be dating. Exactly. You know, right. as far as like, because what women would be cool with just linking up with some random dude they ne- they don't know. Never met just, before. It, like, you see that thirsty for like some free weed or whatever. I feel like that shows you. Free weed. Right. Like, it's just like, all right. Let me trap her with some weed. Like, no. no I right. <laughs> like, what girl is actually just going off cuff off of a DM of a nigga asking them to come smoke? I feel like women really do because why else mm. would men be comfortable with doing that, especially to a complete stranger, you know? Then yeah, I feel that. like a certain women do. There's definitely. That. Yeah, I, I feel like um, a lot of dudes try to use that as like a um, like a first date. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To like to get their foot in the door. It's like, oh, you smoke. They automatically think that okay, then we can link up and right. smoke instead of actually taking you out to eat. Right, and sir, I don't know where your lips been. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's that's all, and that's right. why I'm, I'm happy. I'm not like a huge smoker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I dated women who smoke weed, mm-hmm. and um. I don't know, like, I, I'll it's smoke. It's a stranger danger for what me. That's all. No, 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 no. Ain't nothing wrong with dating. I wish I was a smoker. That's the thing. We were literally smoker. driving like, in the car, like, they are superhuman. How the fuck do <laughs> niggas just be fucking smoking like that? Like, yeah. I can do mushrooms all day. What? Yeah, see, I can. Yeah, I can do no, mushrooms all day. Like, I can do psychedelics, but when it comes, give me one hit of the blunt. I already, my dad. big time. My dad was like, you don't smoke a blunt. Like, I'll take the wine. It's really just the weed for me. No, the psychedelics. Yeah, this is more it. like a self-discovery um, drug. You don't I find say. that in weed? <laughs> I feel like... You know what I find in weed? Yeah, what? Go ahead, no. The incessant <laughs> need to clean my house <laughs> um, and work you know out what? and then take out every like sugary edibles. food in my house. Like, And then I, I'll just start going through my, my, my cabinets and pantries. Yeah. And then I'm like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. What is that, GMO? Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just puts me in this, like, maybe it's like tries to align me with my higher self. Yeah. But a little too fast. Yeah. Like, um, calm down. Like... I'm trying to just giggle and eat. Mm-hmm. Your glasses are so cute. I keep Thank staring you. at them. <laughs> I broke mine, so I'm jealous. She broke her. She broke I lost mine. Well. I have broke some glasses. Yeah, I stepped on a lost, broke. Firm moon. I didn't mean to put you on blast, my fault. Firm moon. Do no. edit? No, I don't edit this. You don't have to edit. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 we fuck with you watch. You good. You keep everything so far. Damn, well, oh yeah, the reason I don't smoke is because I don't know how to smoke correctly. Like I get frustrated because like anytime niggas pass me the blunt, I don't know how to inhale the right. Like like my I remember I was trying to smoke with my cousins and I'm trying to inhale. They's like, nigga, you're not doing it right. Oh, yeah. I'm like, nigga, I'm trying. I'm like, like, damn near dying. I'm coughing and shit. I'm like, I'm not even getting high. I'm just losing breath. Damn near about to have an asthma attack. I'm uh-huh. like, like this shit not working. <laughs> yeah, you got so it. I'm like, just give me a brownie or some shit. Like, uh-huh. so it's the same thing with edibles. swimming with him. He just gave yeah, up on it. He don't know how to swim. So I was like, I'll I teach you. He's like, no. To swim. I've been Even if you just float, because if you float, so look, let me tell you a story. So my parents tried to give me swimming lessons as a child. Mm-hmm. They actually you got some good for... parents, because my mom yeah. was like, "Hell to the no!" Go yeah, ahead, my sorry. parents they knew how much I loved the water. So uh-huh. 
They um they signed me up for swimming class. I'm probably like six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. And um I got kicked out of swimming class because I got frustrated. Seven? Because doesn't he they, look like he was a bad seven year old? Because how you kicked out of swimming. <laughs> it's it's swimming. So, you were seven. Yeah, so they were trying to show me the techniques like, and I'll be trying not to start going to the bottom of the pool. They shouldn't have kicked so, you out. I'm like, this shit not fun. So I guess what I started doing is I just started splashing other kids with water. Oh, okay. And well. as they trying to teach the techniques, they damn near drowning. Um, like splash splash so yes. they sent me home attempted like, murder yeah. a little bit <laughs> like, so um yeah i don't know how to swim apparently i don't know how to smoke weed so i just take edibles and psychedelics because sometimes it's, you don't it's know easy. how to drink mm. and so a question sometimes. i have for you sometimes. so when you in the booth mm. do you have to be in a type of zone like are you usually sober or do you have to be like high or be it don't matter it really don't matter mm. like i have my preferences i prefer to be a little bit high but then mm-hmm. like if I smoke right before, like, my voice get a little scratchy, you know, from all the Oh, coughing. yeah, do that fuck with your vocals Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. And then, so when mm-hmm. I'm trying to hit high notes, it's like, ah. Oh, uh, damn. Ah, you know, so mm. I try I try my best not to smoke, but it do really doesn't matter. Do hot tea helps, like, with your vocals? Like, so what would you say helps with vocals? Like, for all the up-and-coming singers out there, what would you oh, say helps with Oh, let me tell vocals? you something. Mm-hmm. Ruffles. Reason. Can I look in the camera? The chips? Ruffles. Come on, chips. The chips. I learned this what? from uh, Troy Taylor. He's like a... Mm-hmm. a producer, composer, songwriter for like a lot of major artists like okay. uh, Trey Songs, mm. um, Whitney. He yeah. Trey, Whitney. Hey, hey, I'll tell you and what Trey Songs might his career might be cut yeah. short. <laughs> so well, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but he worked he worked know? I think with Ooh, we got to I'm gonna fill you in. Yeah, he he a little R. Kelly part two. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly Jr. We That's what I was trying to say. I, I, did, yeah. I was caught off guard. Okay, never mind. Anyway. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so Troy Taylor, he made like some post explaining when he was working with one of the divas. I can't remember if it was Diana Ross or somebody, but okay. somebody up there. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I want to say it was Patty, Patty LaBelle. And like mm. she couldn't like hit her usual notes. And okay. she made somebody go get her a bag of Ruffles chips. Plain? Plain Ruffles chips. And, like, when you eat them, I guess the salt in them, like, kind of coats your throat a little bit similar to honey. So when she ate the bag of chips, she was hitting everything perfectly. And I put that to the test. I'm like, one day I'm going to smoke. Like, you some bullshit. <laughs> you like, you some bullshit. <laughs> and then try to eat some ruffles. And I, I swear to you, like, literally, I was hitting wow. every... Did no. you eat the whole bag or just like a couple It was just chips? a couple. Like, it was like a nice little, you know, regular size bag. It wasn't like the big just bag. Like a, like just the, like, you know, a handful of chips. The vendor really machine a, type yeah. bag. Yeah. Yeah. It really didn't. Right like, it surprised me. I'm like, oh, he wasn't lying. But, um, you know, obviously the usual, like, think about it. This is like the salt water thing as well or like yeah. uh, something like that. But I feel like the, with the ruffles, because it's attached to like the uh, the chips mm-hmm. itself, it gives it more of like a tacky. Yeah, and it sticks to yeah, your throat a little sticks. bit more. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. Yeah, that's crazy. That's why I'm going to try ruffles. it. I'm going to eat a pack of ruffles in the morning and I'm going to come in. Like, <laughs> 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 that usher note right. off of the, off of the tiny... This. <laughs> like I just ate a bag of ruffles, nigga. Like God damn it, you keep trying to hit new notes every damn day. People start hot and shit. So you hear me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. So, so let me ask you this: So yeah. when would you say, like, as far as like your music career, when would you say was the first time you experienced hate if you ever had mm. in the music industry? You know, I. <laughs> I wouldn't say I experienced hate. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like a little bit of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, Some shade. You know, like 
I don't know if you guys know this, but I was a teacher before singing. Like I just I quit. Yeah, that. I was a first wow. grade teacher, mm-hmm. and like. Um, one, it wasn't enough money, and then two, it was just stressful. Like, I wanted just something mm-hmm. where I could just leave at the door, not worry about lesson plans, parents hitting mm-hmm. me up, research, mm-hmm. curriculum. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I and did this program. It's a nonprofit uh, organization called City Year. Oh, God. Shows. You were a City Year. We had those in my school. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So. You, ain't, you ain't like them? They had, it was... Well, I liked a couple of them, but they okay. were pretty annoying to most teachers. Okay. I didn't have, they they don't do it for first grade, so I never had one. Oh, yeah, it was only yeah. second grade through the See, eighth grade. So when I did it, it was like, I was fresh out of high school, so I graduated from Garfield in 2009. Uh-huh. So I was like 18 doing it. And oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. one of the youngest people in city because mm-hmm. most of the people were in like college. in college already, yeah. was in their 20s. So I definitely ain't want to do high school because I'm like, I just got out of high school. Mm-hmm. And the high school we was teaching at. I knew a lot of girls there. So it was like, how I'm a tutor the girls yeah. I used to talk to. So that, that would just be weird and awkward. But um, so I had like a middle school um, class and it was definitely challenging, but it got me out of my comfort zone. So I don't know if shit changed um, after that to where they just start picking the wrong people. It was really the kids. pandemic uh, to me, oh, honestly. Like the, okay. like the curriculum, the mm-hmm. expectations just got weird. And mm-hmm. then like I, you know, like I said, it wasn't enough money. So mm-hmm. I started bartending just for like some extra play money, some extra cash. And mm-hmm. like when I found out I could make my whole check pretty much in one night, I oh, was yeah, like, was oh yeah, I gotta yeah. do something else in my life. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I found something better to net where now like I can really focus on my music and, mm-hmm. um, and but just like that in itself where I was going with as far as like the hate and yeah, the jealousy, the like yeah. a lot of people didn't want me to do that. Like, how you going to tell me how to live my life? Like, mm-hmm. is you paying my bills? Like, they are want you... you to bartend? No, they uh, didn't want me to quit teaching. Like, they, oh. you're such a great teacher. You need to, why don't you just stay, you know, a couple more years? And then blah, blah, blah. it's just like, no, years. I don't want to. <laughs> right. I don't want to. Years is crazy. I be looking like, at my kids' teachers like, yo, God bless you. God, <laughs> God fucking bless you. Because what? Yeah, it's. But These kids are, especially the ones that came out of the pandemic. Yeah. Whew. But to me, really, it wasn't the kids, though. Like, I really was didn't it? have yeah, a problem with the, the kids. Every, it's just the expectations else. and then the okay. amount of pay they want you to do for I'm like, no, like, I have a life, you know, outside of this. I'm not about to just spend my whole weekend typing up some oh, reports. Yeah. some you got no personal time. Yeah, time some, like, intricate-ass lesson plan that y'all, you know, are mm-hmm. going to be late coming to watch me teach anyway or yeah. just be on y'all phone or whatever the case. It's just, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. Did any really of your ridiculous. coworkers at the time, like, uh, was judging you for the music you was making? Yeah, hell yeah. Of course. Uh, of see. course. You know? And they, they don't want to say it, but you feel it. Mm-hmm. You know? You you can feel certain You'd people by Oh, she was singing about this. So how the hell is she going to teach Yeah, the kids? right, right. So you already know. Yeah, but. damn. Mm-hmm. We're in first grade. They're not even listening to this. Relax. People right. are judging. <laughs> Calm down. Like, when I realized I, they were trying to get me to join the PTA, and it was one of uh, our, was he? He's in second grade now, our youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, when we he had that end of the school year thing, and they, like, invited me out to do the PTA thing. And I'm like, all right, y'all really want me to do this PTA thing? And it was, like, all the the moms, like, the, mm-hmm. the inner it's circle moms. moms yeah. And they were, like, trying to bring me into, like, I think they just needed a token black, honestly, because it was just all white women. And it was the one where I texted you and I was like, uh, Bay, I wish you were here because this is weird. Mm -hmm. And I was in the cut and they all came to like come talk to me and stuff like that to be like, oh, yeah, we should do this and we should do that. And I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. Oh, yeah. 
And they're like, oh, you do? I'm like, yeah, it's all about uh, this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, be careful. I was like, before you look at it, right? I was like, it's very adult, but we're adults here. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, send it to me. I sent it to her. Haven't heard from them since. And of I was, course. And that's just, that, that's, that's always my, like, go-to yeah. when it comes to the things that I'm into because they're, like, it's going to weed them out super fast. Yeah, like, I'm going to give a blessing. It's like, so I it's don't. Like, all right, if you're going to be judgmental, we don't need you in our right. yeah. in our life uh, at all because, I don't know. I hate when people act like they holier than thou and act like they just, you know, above, you know, like they superior. They look at us as like inferior as peasants. But I feel like it's just because they're miserable with their lives. So they think it's everyone insecurity. else should like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Damn, not I wish be I happy. could be that free. Like, right. how, how, yeah. how are they able to talk about X, Y, and Z and still be able to good, be good parents? It must be Yeah, that's why it's like, I don't even think mm-hmm. it's hate. It's just more or less jealousy because they don't have the balls to just up and quit their job and be mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I just want to be a singer. You know, like a lot of people don't. Or go after their passions, Yeah, or go period. after that pa- yeah. their passions, period. You know, it's just so many expectations um, with just being an adult and they don't understand, like, it's okay to just say fuck it and do what you want to do sometimes, you know? Okay. I, I, me and uh, JR were having a discussion on our way here um, for the, what was it, the Melly and Mary? Mm-hmm. What, yeah, so what, what is what's, Melly? What's the metaphor in oh, that? Because I feel like Mary would have been Mary Jane or am I off? Yeah. Um, okay, so what's the melody? That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. It's whatever you want it to be. No, but really. Okay. Oh, I'm like, really, damn, I no, wanted to answer. It's okay. Melly is short for melatonin. Oh, yes. so that's what I'm talking about. Okay. I can't I'm bigger. sleep. Yeah, yes. okay, put your sleep. Yeah. So I was trying to decipher. He was that. like, she "Is it Molly?" And I was like, "No, because she's talking about sleep." <laughs> yeah, I and said, I'm "Molly don't make you sleep." Yeah, yeah. Molly yeah. don't make you sleep. I'm like, Melly. I'm like, I'm trying to. Because I was about to searching on the um Urban Dictionary. No, I made it up. It might. Was it there? I didn't even get a chance to search. Oh, okay, I was dang. driving. And then you had called me. So oh, yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't oh, able to bad. do it. Yeah. Originality. Yeah. yeah. I definitely made it up. Though. I'm about to be like, hey, I'm talking like, about Melly. Yeah, because I'm kids. like, people are going to think I'm talking about like a guy named Melly and marijuana and just mm. like having like, you know, a, a hypothetical threesome with Melly and marijuana. But no. That's a dope con. That's Melatonin. Kinda, I, I like when songs can be interpreted in like multiple Double ways. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's that was always the goal. dope. Oh, yeah, no, you definitely accomplished and it's, that. And it's interesting, too, because that mm-hmm. beat wasn't even the original beat for that song. For real? The beat that I had recorded the song to originally mm-hmm. was from my label that I was with. Yeah, I was signed okay. to a label. Hot mess. Don't want to talk real? about it, but yeah. How long were you Damn. signed to them about? Uh, for like a year and a half. Damn, and you I was just still, got, just got yeah, out of it. and I was just mm-hmm. still like paying for everything. You know, mm. my percentage wasn't being split with me. So it's like, if you're not honoring your end of the contract, I'm still paying for everything. And the stuff Mm. I am releasing, you're not paying me for. What am I here for? So it was just a really big scam. So you feel like they kind of like sold you a dream? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say sold me a dream because one of the things he did tell me was, you know, like, don't expect to get famous or whatever off Mm. of this. And it was just like, that's fine. I really wanted to learn, like, the ins and outs as far as, like, the businesses of Mm. being signed. Mm. And then, like, randomly, he mentioned to me and, like, a couple other people, like, yeah, like... I didn't even, I signed T without hearing her music. And that to me oh, was like, oh yeah, flag. I got to oh, get out. Because how did you research. sign me yeah, without even knowing, without even knowing my sound? Crazy-ish. So he was confused when I'm like writing all these like trap soul sing songy yeah, yeah. songs. And he's mm. looking for like a Faith Evans, Whitney Houston. And I'm like, no, my brother. That's like, no, I'm, 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 I'm a rapper, low key, yeah, yeah. you know? So, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, you know, we butt heads and, you know, it's all love. It's all respect. But at the mm. end of the day, like, you're not about to play me, <laughs> especially Damn. when it comes to like the one thing that literally I means love. the world to me. Right. You know, like your art. Yeah. So um, but I recorded 
to a beat that the label gave me and I was I thought about it I'm like man I don't want no smoke mm. I don't want them coming at me like we gave you this yeah, beat yeah, we want X Y and Z percentage. so we mm. muted the beat out and then my um, guy I've been working him for like seven or eight years now he probably uh, mixed the past three or four albums of mine um, mm. Antoine Christopher he also goes by Spaceman Spiffy on Instagram if y'all want to look him up but okay. he made the beat to that like it was just he was like oh I can I can make something to this and he like from scratch organically made it no he I recorded Hard. the song with like another engineer I told him to send me the acapellas um, mm. to the song he got the acapellas and then Twan just freestyled right over it that's like, the song that's that's yeah. that's <laughs> I love making music organically so my next album mm. um, we have a deal already in motion mm. he's gonna make you know pretty much all the, I'm not gonna say all of them but pretty much all the songs that we're gonna make them organically like kind of how my first album started so mm. oh, I'm excited fire. for that, that that'd be <laughs> yeah. so this is the rollout to that oh, that, oh yeah <laughs> nice. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. And would you so? Would you say like with being in the music industry, do you feel like it's more genuine people in the music industry, or have you learned like uh, everybody is not so, like? Were you ever shocked like when you met somebody and you was like, damn, this is not the type of experience you know I was expecting? Like, have you ever been kind of like? I don't know because I don't expect nothing from nobody. Mm -hmm. Like, really, you gain my trust and respect when you show me that I can like really fuck with you like on that type of level, but. Mm -hmm. When I first meet any type of artist, any type of whatever, like, I don't expect nothing. Like, if anything, like, I just want to be heard. Like, I just mm -hmm. want people to hear my music, watch my videos, share my shit, you know, just mm -hmm. support me. Like, I'm not looking for fame, you know. I have money. It is mm -hmm. what it is. It's just I just like making music and putting it out there. And for somebody, like, you know, I have a couple girls reaching out to me like, this song got me through a breakup, you know, or this it's song. Yeah, song. so, mm -hmm. like, that shit means yeah, the most to good. me, mm -hmm. whether than using somebody to try to get you know, up the stepping ladder because that's not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to be able to songwrite for people and mm. just stay the fuck at home because I <laughs> like my home. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ha right. Has it ever been a song that was hard for you to write because of, like, maybe emotions that it oh, yeah. brought out? Oh, yeah. Vulnerable? Um, what song would you say? Or what songs? It was multiple. Uh, definitely the one off my last album called How Dare You because mm. I wrote that after, like, being physically, like, abused mm. on mm. some, like what like how dare you so um mm -hmm. i wrote that song but it took me three months to go in the studio and record mm -hmm. it because every time i sang it i cried okay. so like when i first performed it i told the crowd like y'all i'm sorry if i cry because yeah. right. you know like it's different being up on stage in front of people and like really singing but yeah it took me a while to even take the song to the lab because every time i went to record it i'd cry did you really beat a bitch up? Because I oh, that one song, yo. Did you really? I was listening to that. I was like, I was like, I think she really bashed this bitch head over <laughs> on that stoop. I think <laughs> she really did that. Uh, did you do it? I can't talk about that. Ah, uh, no face, no case. <laughs> she is oh, not man. aggressive. She's not. You look, so, you look so sweet and innocent. So I, I was just shocked. Like when I heard the lyrics, I'm like, damn. I'm like, I was like, what? I said, she said she was gonna whoop her over the stoop. Just the songs, right? You know what's funny? I, I feel like music artists, they can always like say anytime um, somebody start like overthinking or start doing the deep dive, deep dive uh, when they shit. They be like, oh no, it's just I'm an artist, baby. Like, like, mm. like, just, just so, just I did this for you. I did this for you. Yeah. Is it anybody um, who you want to collab with who you haven't collabed with yet? 
Uh, I really want to collab with Rip Flames. I'm not gonna hold y'all. I like oh, his. Okay. I Rip like Flames. his style. I like his sound. Um, you know, we work with the same people, so mm. hopefully sometime in the Have near been future. In contact at all? You know, yeah. we were so, we actually were supposed to do a song together, but I think he passed on it. It was um, mm. it's called uh, Positive Vibes with uh, Congress. I don't know if you guys are familiar and LV from Clee, and I think. Okay. Rip was actually supposed to be on the song too, but I guess something happened and he couldn't do it. So mm. it's like, dang, that was my chance. Damn. <laughs> so but the song's still fire, so it is what it is. <laughs> the, what about like somebody who's like out there? Like what what like what would be like your dream Ooh, collab? Drake. Oh, Drake. Drake. I can see that though. Drake. I, now, would you want singing Drake or rapping Drake? <sighs> Either or. Either like, or. I, I'm not mad at either or. <laughs> either or. Because I'd be in the shower singing his songs. And, you know, we we really I have this weird together. embedded hatred for that man. I really? don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I know. I just do. He has a little lisp. I don't know what it is. Just a little bit. Just a little. I don't know what it is. I love it. He's just it's a just, musical genius to me. No, he I mean, definitely that's is, what I sure. that's what I that's always tell Jr. I never when we have these discussions because he wants to have a Drake appreciation day. Okay, no, I'm like, oh my god. Okay, no, he really does. Really? He no, wants to have a whole Drake know. appreciation like, night, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not going to be in admittance to that. Um, but uh, I tell him like it's nothing about the music. I know he makes good music. It's just something about him that gives me uncanny valley. Uh, <laughs> and this I'm is just, the vibes for you? I don't know. It is the vibes. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I want to like him. <laughs> I, I do. Feel that. I want I actually, to like I, him I, so I fucking bad. But I just can't. It's just like anytime I'm like, turn it off. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I feel so. Know. It's I just like how people me. can just smoke weed. I wish I could just like Drake. Fuck. I don't know what Damn. it is. I feel okay. like well, all my friends was like a Drake fanatic. And I was like, okay, he's not all that, guys. Because he make, he makes a lot of different music, too. And, like, that's yes. something I would want to, like, get, like, the yeah. island vibe. Because, like, yeah. I speak a little bit of Spanish. And that's another thing. I got a Spanish song in the works, yeah. like, as okay. we speak. Okay. So, so, let me ask you, are you, do you have any Spanish in you? I'm black. Just straight black. I'm black. Everybody you always. That's crazy. Everybody like, that. Uh, my features yeah. are very Selena. My features are very interesting, okay. yes. But I thought, you I see my mom and you see my dad, you'd be like, oh, it makes sense why she yeah. looks like that. I get That's the same thing. Like I get a lot of people be like, are you mixed with something? And I'm like, no, I'm just very black, like <laughs> ambiguous, I guess. Like they I'm are. black, but I'm very she ambiguous. Like but I met she my dad and it was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Your light skin is fucked. Like, I don't know where that all came from. I don't think I look like Selena. I get that a lot. People like will send me random memes. Selena, Selena, the singer. And they'll be like, yeah. My big, let me go look at someone. <laughs> Selena has bigger eyes than her. Yeah, like well, her, her eyes are a little bigger. I, I don't know. I get that we have the same smile that we smile. Yeah, more I, I, than could, I yeah, could definitely. Yeah. I could definitely. Same see face that. shape. Yeah. You say you do have a Spanish song in the works. Yeah. Is it gonna be like in all Spanish or? Yes, very oh. much. So you know, Spanish. you know Spanish a little bit, poquito. So what's what's your favorite song to perform like in front of a crowd? Like if you got mm. like a go to song where you always feel like it's gonna get the crowd shaking. Um I wouldn't say shaking, but yeah. I get everybody's attention when I perform It's Yours. It was on my uh previous project. It's more like a slow song. Mm. Um yeah, I probably get the most attention when I do that. But as far as like getting the crowd shaking, mm -hmm. um definitely private calls. Um yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like the song we got with uh, Curly Chuck, 
better and better. I yeah. feel like that's I haven't the performed that yet. Yeah, that one so, yeah. That's, you that's, wait, that's what? what? I haven't performed because I just dropped it. Oh, you it. haven't performed yeah. it? I thought. You ever heard that too? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, you haven't heard it yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't performed that yet. So no, that, that's that's going to be fire. What was uh, that like? Like, like were y'all in the studio at the same time? Or did yeah. you like send his verse over? Yeah, okay. no. Um, So Curly Chuck and I go back literally since high school. Like, oh, okay. he was one of the people I was talking about that I was working with. Like, he was like, we have a few songs together, but we was like young as hell, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because he's been out for a minute. Yeah, too. for yeah. a minute. And uh-huh. um, I reached out to him, like, yo, like, it would be perfect to kind of like bring, you know, our, our chemistry back. Cause we, we did like have an, a lot of nice tracks together mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, sure. Like I'll do it. So I sent him the beat and I was just like, just go off, but just call it better and better. Just go off about like how you just the shit basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, we met at the studio and recorded it, laid it down. And that was that. Has, has ever been a time to where like you did a feature with somebody and before you put it out, they say, you know what? I didn't like the verse I had or, and they said like, you know what? Can you not put that out? Have you dealt with, like, the politics Mm-mm. or anything yet? No, but I get that shit all the time. Like, yeah. I'll I'll record a verse or a hook for somebody, mm-hmm. and, like, a lot of times they get discouraged and they don't like it no more. Like, they'll be like, I'm going to change my verse, or mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, and, like, they never get around to mm-hmm. it, and then the song is just, like, just in, sitting in there. In cyberspace yeah. somewhere, <laughs> sitting somewhere in somebody's... So, yeah. Damn. File. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, but I've never done grave. that to anyone. If there's if there, there's someone I want on a track, like I know they're gonna be confident in their mm-hmm. work to like do what they gotta do. Um, cause I'm I'm picky with features. Also, I don't just let anybody on my songs. Like I might mm-hmm. hop on somebody else, fit, but yeah, fit, it's gotta fit. Hold on, what's your feature fee? My feature fee. Reach out to me, twillismusic at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm about, wait a minute, I don't think she can send it on camera. Do you um travel for shows a lot, or is it like? mainly in the area or have you traveled around and did shows around like different states, different right? states and yeah. things like that? That's a great question. I yeah. actually haven't um, went, got that to that point yet. At least um, that is like my next goal. That was something I wanted with the label yeah. that they were, yeah. you know, trying to push for me to go state to state, go like on a mini tour yeah, and yeah. it never happened. So it's like, now yeah. I'm back to square one. So next summer, that will be the goal to kind of yeah. just ha- set up like, you know, a few tour dates. Um, yeah, just to get your, get your little. Yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah. dope as and, hell for you. Yeah. And that's funny you said that because somebody yeah. recently commented on my Facebook, like I almost started an argument a little bit because they commented and said like, you need to get out of Cleveland. Like your sound yeah. fits Atlanta and Cali. Like mm. you need to network out there. And someone was like, you don't need to get out of Cleveland. It's <laughs> social media now. And it's like, yeah, but you know, it's different yeah. when people see you in person. I, and People you know, get, people like network. that. that yeah. uh, they get out of touch with the fact that like, it's so much different when you're able to like see people face to face and do that exactly. networking face to face. Um, like my my brother he's an artist too and he has a lot of his following is in brazil and like out of the country you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so he's like i gotta set something up to do shows in brazil and this place and this place and it's Mm -hmm. like so you never know what where your music's gonna take you to just hone in on just one city is just yeah astronomical i don't know why people would tell you that um but yeah, like I honestly feel like when artists start to reach out internationally because people's ears are so different here in the States, that is you're going to yeah. find so much more because people's ears are different. You know right. what I mean? They want different taste styles, outreach to areas that you're going to be able to 
I don't know. It's, what, what was it? Kevin Hart, where he was talking about, um, I got the international now or whatever, where he was talking about being able to do his comedy shows internationally. And it's just like a different, right. you know what I mean? It's like a different vibe in that sense. Um, and it's a lot easier. I feel like for artists to make a jump start internationally versus just thinking about Atlanta and LA. Yeah. You know what I mean? And That's I feel it. like, you know, when people hear you in different states, it's like they might be used to a certain sound from artists. So they hear you being from Cleveland, mm-hmm. it can be like a different sound. Yeah. Be like, and people like shit mm-hmm. that's new and right. it's intriguing to them. They'll be like, oh, I, like, this is a different sound. We don't get this here in whatever state. Right, right. This is a dope new sound. And that's what I get also. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people tell me, like, you don't even sound like you're from Cleveland. It's like, I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, you don't have a Cleveland sound. Like, you have a different sound. And that's, like, another reason why people are trying to push me to get out. So, it's in the works, for sure. For sure. All right. So, um, the last questions I want to ask you for the first part. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got you. Edit. Pour it up. Pour it up. <laughs> Watch it all fall down. Thank you. Uh, you pull can. it up, pull it up. Just let me know when it starts. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay. All Thank right, you. got you. Wait, 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 wait. I'm about to say. You might as well. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> I got you. Pour, pour, pour. Yeah, the thank you. The wine is doing what it needs to do. Oh, yeah, the wine is whining. <laughs> I, I like this. This is way better than the burgundy. I didn't spill it on the myself bur- already. Oh, for real? Like yeah, burgundy the burgundy wine. dries my mouth out. It was, it's a red wine. So yeah. the last question I want to ask you um, before uh, the first half is over. Um... Would you, do you feel like you can date another music artist or do you feel like there would be a toxic relationship or do you feel like, okay, they can relate to my lifestyle better so mm. it can potentially work? Or do you feel like y'all end up making diss songs towards each other? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tried like dating other artists. It didn't really go so well. I don't know if it's well, why, just. What, what, what you think with it? The- I don't. What the, I, I, it's just like the chemistry don't be there. Really? Yeah, it's I really weird. It's really Jockey weird. Related. It's just. I don't know, maybe because they were like, no, I dated a singer too. I don't know. It was just, it just wasn't there. Like, Like, I didn't. Y'all have nothing in common? Not that we didn't have anything in common. You know, just like when you really mess with somebody, like, Mm -hmm. have you guys been together a long time? Yeah, it'll be three years years. in a couple of weeks. Okay, but like, when you really mess with somebody, like, you feel it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you get butterflies Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. They never gave me no butterflies or nothing. Shit. Like, yeah, Damn. it was just like. Did you like their music suck. a lot, or was was you like? Yeah, them? for sure, for sure. Like, I would call myself a fan of their music, but like, mm-hmm. like was we it didn't the music that connect drew you mentally, huh? Was it the music that drew you into them? Like, no, it was kind of just like we met through music. Like, oh, he oh. was at a session I had, or like mm-hmm. a show, and then you know we went on a couple of dates, and it was just like, eh, I don't really like you. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, next. Right. So, damn, I thought it would have been like, okay, so you understand me because I got to go through this, I got to go through that. You would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> like, you know, like, we see that a lot when, um, like, celebrity um, artists, you know, they end up yeah. dating each other yeah. a lot of times. But... How much is that started? Then they end up breaking up. I was gonna say, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like a lot of that is just smoke and mirrors, so it's not necessarily anything that. Purposely make them couples. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Or they think it'll be a good idea for y'all to be in a relationship. Like, I wonder how long they're gonna keep uh, Zendaya and that Spider Man boy together. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Zendaya's with who? The dude who did. Wasn't she married? I thought she got married. Married? Is she married now? I Ooh, thought she got married. Wait, oh, wait. The, I the think it's Ariana Grande. The little white boy who did... Oh, Ariana Grande. Okay, okay, I'm thinking of her. The little white boy who did Spider-Man. What's his name? He's, uh, he's dating Zendaya? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it just very... It feels very PR to me. It don't feel real. 
It is, let, so it let me ask you hard. this. Okay, my bad. This is the last one. Let me ask you this. So say if, you know, you with you being in the music industry, what if, like, your label came to you, like, hey, you know, for your career, we want you to date such and such to boost your career and just for an image. Would you do that or would you say, no, I'm not? No, why would I do that? I have I mean, my whole image. I mean, how they might pitch it to you. They, yeah. might, they might pitch it to you like, oh, but this can the do money in X, Y, and Z career and... If you date this person, and that's like, another thing. You like, and Brent Fires. If you and Brent Fires, nah. And I don't think <laughs> I, I would ever sign to another label. Like just based off my experience with mm. that and learning the ins and out of the business that I did, I literally can hire my own camp and do this shit myself. You see what I'm saying? It's just mm. like mm-hmm. people got to be willing, you know, to work for real. You got to find people who really believe in you and who really ready to put in that work mm. to, you know, push you. But why would I sign my life away, you know, for money that I'm going to have to pay back anyway, you know, just to be out there. And like I said, that's not really what I'm looking for. I literally just like making music. Like I'm not in it for like fame or money. Mm. No, trust me. I definitely understand that. Cause I I can only imagine how much is smoke and mirrors, um, in the music industry. Um, I feel like as you get bigger, I feel like when you run into like some of these celebrity artists, I feel like, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of shit that catches you off guard as far as, like, yeah. them not being who you thought they were. Yeah. And, um, I'm surprised they didn't make Drake and Rihanna do that. No, they did. They, they did. Oh, I'm shit. Like, oh, <laughs> Drake was in love with her. This is yeah, and I think yeah. they, they really, like, officially cut it off when he got that stripper pregnant, right? Because I think they were, like, dating a little bit, too, yeah, and around I, that time. I, yeah. I, I, I think they probably mm, broke I didn't up know that. because I I'm think like, he really was, like, trying... And I, she, he got embarrassed by Pusha T and Rihanna was like, Nate. Nah, I don't think it's that. I remember it was I a, a go. clip was, on stage. It was so a, at like an award show and he tried to kiss her on stage. Yeah, I don't she think like she really felt like yeah, him. Yeah, I think she was looking at it more like a fling and he was more like, mm-hmm. oh, trying to make this work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, Damn. I think he really wanted Rihanna. I feel you, know, Rihanna. <laughs> beef, you know, yeah. it, it, it was just a lot brewing um, mm, yeah. around that. But yeah, no, I feel like it. And then him and Chris Brown came without, out with that song afterwards. Which song? Oh, the the, the one, no guidance. The no guidance where they oh, did the. Oh, that was the banger though. That was yeah, the banger. but it I play that song every day. I play yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah, that, that <laughs> narrative where they were like dance <laughs> battling and dance they were all face to face. Okay, I get yeah. it. All right, good job, Wait PR. Good but no, job. they made. Well, I feel like that was a genuine. I mean, it still was like a good opportunity, you know, opportunity for them to like. You know, good job. That was like a nice little touch to the whole thing. Well, oh, let me ask you this. So, would you, <laughs> so I know you're very positive, but do you think you would ever feel some type of way? Say if another musical artist did this, right? Mm-hmm. Would you ever felt like, would you ever feel like Does that happen you would be urged, I've had an urge to like go in the booth and make a diss record back. Do you ever see yourself making a diss record if somebody pushed you to the point? Like say if somebody made it, took a couple shots at you in a song would you be petty and you know go in the booth and send a couple shots back or would you try to take the high road you're speaking hypothetically this is real life it's already happened <laughs> oh you already sent yeah, shots back yeah yeah oh. it's I mean was it to another singer or rapper it was another rapper but Damn. it was, so it was like fair. a minute ago I know but I mean it was it was a minute ago I mean mm. have y'all made up then y'all squashed it I don't know maybe <laughs> I don't know have you seen it was so long ago 
I definitely won. I definitely won. <laughs> have you seen them in public, like after you dissed them? Have I? Like, was it like awkward or anything? No, I don't even think I've seen it. Like they, this person doesn't even make music anymore. So like I, oh, I rest my case. Obviously hey, won. I rest my case. She got her last little question in. Damn, was it a woman, man? It was a guy. It was a guy. Yeah, that's corny. Was it one of your exes? No, no. What the fuck made people just be jealous? Just mm-hmm. people just jealous. Jealousy is crazy. So was it a situation to where like you knew he was talking about you? Like yeah, like people brought it to my attention and I like had to dissect it. And he was like, like subliminally yeah. like he didn't say shots. your name on the no. record. That's that's what we. But like shit, people who were close to him were telling me. So of course and he was just feeling like did you shoot him down? Like did he slide in your DMs? Probably. And, and you, mm-hmm. oh you ain't respond. Oh was he light skinned? Yes. Oh see <laughs> yes see. Yes. I'm trying to like let y'all like see oh, it. Oh man, y'all, y'all fuck it up every yikes! Time. Y'all fuck it up every time. It would just be so awkward to me if, like, say for instance, some uh, what's her name, Summer, what's it, Summer, Summer, Summer Walker, and uh, I was about to say Summerella. Me too. I was about to say that shit too. <laughs> Summer Walker and Scissor started beefing. That shit would be so awkward. I would be like, stop. That would be crazy. Yeah. I was want to spritz some water. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool Summer would say some craziness. She about really would. She would. Yeah. I know. She wanted to. There had to have been a point in her career where she was so like, "One of the decisions." Why? I'm just is saying, like at some I, point. I don't know. At hmm. some point, some like some director was like, "You should you know put what? this I feel like with R&B, in your song and start some fights." Well, no, I can't say that because I feel like in I the feel 90s, like there's a lot of social media, so I feel like it was a lot of R&B beefs back then. We just ain't know about it as mm-hmm. much because it wasn't so. Like mm-hmm. we just now finding out, um, Anita Baker and Luther Vandross had. Yeah, that's right. Because she. Mm-hmm. Was trying to take most of the stage time, and oh, it was dang. cutting in. And a lot time. of uh, yeah. R and B artists had uh, issues with Diana Ross. I found oh, out Mariah about Carey, that. Mariah, Mariah Carey, Carey. Your career in mm-hmm. two seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's you don't like the way you look shit. at her, she'd be like, "Don't yeah. play her shit on BET." And, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. I feel like this is an unpopular opinion, but I feel like a lot of these R and B niggas could beat these rappers up because you think about it, these R and B niggas, they be doing backflips and dancing. <laughs> they more athletic. They probably got <laughs> more stamina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. rappers be just popping perks and silly. They throw a couple punches, and niggas up in the bus. Niggas still doing backflips. You right. know what I'm saying? Kicking you in the face type shit. But, uh, <laughs> I just imagine like Chris Brown doing a fucking fan kick to like backflip <laughs> to the baby, and the baby's like, and then with a fatality and shit. <laughs> Could definitely happen. But this has been part one Uh-oh. of the Dirty Talks podcast. <laughs> With T. Willis, we'll be back for part two.